Blog Talk Radio. This is a day that the Lord has made, and we ought to rejoice in it. You just tuned in to Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry, one hour of power here on Block Talk Radio. We are here every Sunday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am your host, Minister Elaine Jackson. Call a neighbor, call a friend, text them, email them, tweet them, and let them know that we're on the air live. We want to welcome our listeners to the service today, whether by web or by phone. We are so glad that you took time out of your busy day to be with us today. I don't know about you, but I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. We want to welcome our listeners, new listeners to the service. If it's your first time being with us, we want to encourage you to continue to come every Sunday and be a part of what God is doing with this ministry. You can follow us here on Block Talk Radio. You can also follow us on our various social media platforms. You don't have to send a friend request. You can just follow me there. We want to thank God for you. Amen. We want to encourage you to get connected and stay connected with this ministry. At this time, we're going to open up the prayer line. If you need prayer, you can press the one, and I will bring you in for prayer. Press the one, and I'll bring you in for prayer. Also, when you give your prayer request, only give your prayer request, not your name, it's just your name and your location that we will know where we are spreading the gospel. And we just thank God for your obedience in doing that. If you need prayer at this time, you can press the one, and I will bring you in for prayer. We ask you never to give your name because you never know who is listening. And people listen to Voice of Truth all around the world and the nation. We are a worldwide ministry to the nation. And we don't want you to put your business on front street. So we ask you just to give your location and your prayer request. Amen. To God be all of the glory. I don't see anybody with a hand raised. So I'm just going to do a general prayer. Amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we give you all praise, we give you all honor, and we give you all glory. We thank you, Father, for allowing us to see another day. Father, for being a father that loves and cares for his children, his church. We ask you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, to bless the followers of Jesus Christ all around the world. In Jesus' name. We ask your Father to meet every need that they may have in the name of Jesus. Father God, we ask you to guide our footsteps in the direction that you have us to go, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. We thank your Father God for protecting us from all dangers seen and unseen. We thank you, Father, that you're a God that knows all things and sees all things and nothing catch you by surprise. We thank you, Father, that you're still a miracle-working God, and we ask you, Father God, even now, to do a miracle for the church of God. Father God, we pray for the peace 
for Israel. We pray for the peace within the home of the believers, the followers of Christ all around the world. We pray, Father God, that they will not worry, but they will trust in you and look unto the heal which cometh their help, because their help cometh from the Lord. We ask you to bless your people with favor, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. We ask you to bless the people of God, that we may bless others, O oh God. Father God, we pray for those who are going through financial issues and troubles and woes, O oh God. We pray right now, O oh Father God, that you will show them how to be a good manager of the resources that thou hast given unto them. We pray, Father God, that you will release the wealth of the wicked unto the just even now. We ask you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, to send forth prosperity unto the people of God all around the world. Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask you, Father God, to send it now. Send now prosperity to the people of God, the followers of Christ all around the world. We ask you to do a wealth transfer for them right now, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we pray right now in the name of Jesus that there will be no lack in their home, oh, Father, because there ain't no lack in heaven. We pray, Father God, that they will experience the good treasures of the Lord in the land of the living, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. We ask you to make them the head and not the tail. Make them lenders and not barbarians, oh, God. We ask right now, Father, that you will increase them on every side and comfort them on every side, oh, God, in the name of Jesus, oh, God. Oh, God, show them where to go, who to go to. We ask you to do it right now, God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you right now that every bill that they have is paid, oh, God. We ask you, Father God, to make sure they have food in their cabinet, food in their refrigerator, oh, God, in the name of Jesus, gas in their vehicle, that every car payment of every believer, oh, God, on the sound of my voice and those all around the world, oh, God, that their bills are paid, their mortgage is paid, their rent is paid, oh, God, because we serve a God that on a cattle on a thousand hills, and we got favor with God and favor our ways, our money that's in the bank. We thank you, God, that you're able to do all things but fell us, oh God. Let not the people of God go to sources that are not of God because all money is not good money. Don't get that money from there because it is not good money. It's going to bring you sorrow. If God has not given it unto you, it will bring you sorrow. So don't go get it. Don't mess with it. Leave it alone. Depend on God to provide all that you need. Go in the way of the Lord and be led by the Spirit. Because if you get this long right here, it's going to bring you much sorrow. The Bible says anything that God, and I'm paraphrasing, anything that God gives us will not bring us sorrow. So, Lord, we pray right now that they will hear your voice, that they will not do this thing, oh, God, in the name of Jesus, because it's not of you. We thank you, Father God, that you're able to do all things. Protect your people among their enemies, even now, God, in the name of Jesus. We declare your word, no weapon formed against the people of God, the body of Christ, Israel. It shall not prosper in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask you to condemn every tongue that is rising up against the church of God. 
in the name of Jesus. Father, we get right now that you're able to keep us in these last and evil days. Oh, God, we ask you to bless the work of your ministry, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. We pray for souls to be saved, healed, delivered, and set free in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we call it done in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. It is so and it is done in Jesus' mighty name. I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore you. Just wanna tell you, Lord, I love you more than anything. I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore you. Just wanna tell you, Lord, I love you more than anything. I lift my hand in total adoration to you. You reign on the throne. For you are God and God alone. Because of you, my cloudy days are gone. Sing to you this song. I just want to say that I love you more than anything. I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore you. Just want to tell you, Lord, I love you more than anything. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I love you, Jesus, more than anything. The word of God is coming from John, the 21st chapter today. Amen. John, the 21st chapter. I want to encourage you in your own devotional time to go back and read the entirety of the chapter. I am going to begin reading at verse number 15. And the word of God reads, so when they had denied dying, so when they had died, Jesus said unto Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, love thou me more than thee? And he said unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. And he said unto him, Feed my lamb. And he said to him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? And he said unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. And he said unto him, Feed my sheep. And he said to him the third time, Simon, son of Jonah, lovest thou me? And Peter was grieved because he said unto him at the the third time, lovest thou me? And he said unto him, Lord, thou knowest all things. Thou knowest that I love thee. And Jesus said unto him, feed my sheep. There I say unto thee. 
When thou was young, thou gird up thyself, and walk whether thou would. But when thou shalt be old, thou shalt stretch forth thy hand, and another shall girdle thee, and carry thee hither thou would find the death he should glorify God. And when he had spoken this, he said unto him, Follow me. Amen. May God add a blessing to the readers and the doers of his holy word. We're going to stop right there. Amen. The title of the message today is Love Jesus More. Love Jesus more. Do you love Jesus more than anything? What and who do you love? Do you love Jesus? Do you really love him? Are you a friend to Jesus? Do you love him? Do you tell him that you love him? Do you love Jesus? Now, here was Jesus, and he was with his disciples whom he loved. The word tells us that he loved them. He was with them. And he asked Simon Peter three times, did he love him? He said, do you love me? In other words, more than thee. Do do you love me more than you love your life? Do you love me more than your fishing? Do you love me more than your boat? Do you love me more than anything? And my question to you today, do you love Jesus more than anything? Because we have to love Jesus more than we love anything in this world. We have to love Jesus more than we even love our own life. We've got to love Jesus more. See, one of the things about Peter, and I'm going to go back a little bit in the story of Peter, is because Peter himself had denied Jesus three times. And so not that Peter didn't love God when he denied him. Maybe he denied him because he was afraid, maybe fear, uh, because he didn't have the Holy Spirit. Um, And he denied Jesus three times. Not only he denied Jesus, he denied Jesus saying he didn't know him. That wasn't none of me. I wasn't the one when they said to him, you know, you one of them. Peter said, no, that wasn't none of me. In other words, he denied Jesus. And, and and being denying him, uh, denying something, we're saying that we don't know it, we don't love him, but God, Jesus asked him, do you love me, Peter? Do you really love me? But, you know, Jesus knows our heart, and he knew that Peter loved at him. And then I guess you could say that, you know, everybody knew that Peter had denied Jesus. I wonder did they think to themselves, you say, he done denied Jesus one time, he done denied Jesus three times, second time, he done denied Jesus three times, now he's going to talk about that he loved him. So I think Jesus was just trying to put it out in the air to let them know that he knew Peter's heart. And a lot of times we do things out of fear. And sometimes we're afraid to stand up for Jesus. But we got to love Jesus more. We cannot allow fear to make us deny him uh, when we're around certain people. Or, you know, we're around certain people. We don't want them to know that we even know Jesus. When we're around certain people, we don't want to be around certain people. Because there's some people that are going to stand up for Jesus no matter what. 
But there are other people, when they get around their little groups and their little clique, I don't know the man named Jesus. We deny him. But Jesus wants us to love him. He wants us to love us more than anything. And not only does he want us to love him, if we say that we love Jesus, if we say we love him, then we got to do the work of ministry. We got to be obedient unto his word. We got to serve him. We got to live holy. We got to live righteous. And we cannot love nothing more than we love Jesus. We got to, he's got, in other words, he got to be our everything. He got to be our first, our last, and our everything. We have to love Jesus more than we love anything on this earth. We got to love Jesus more than we love that money in the bank. We got to love him more. We got to love him even the more. We need to ask Jesus to help me to love you more. You know, that's one of the things I asked when I was in a prayer time, the fast time. That's one of the things that came to me when I was reading the scripture is that I want to love Jesus more. Show me how to love you more, Jesus. Show me how to serve you. Show me how to live for you. Show me how to live holy. Show me how to love you even the more. Even in these last and even day. Help me to love you more. And that's how to be our prayer is to, Lord, teach me how to love you more. And so as Peter, you know, I'm pretty sure Peter was looking at Jesus kind of funny when he asked him the first time. Then he had the nerve to ask him the second time. Then he had the nerve to ask him again. And he said, well, Lord, you know that I love you. You know all things. And so other way people say, you know my heart. You know that I love you. But, you know, our love for Jesus will be tested. Do we really love him or do we love everything else? You know, Jesus loved his disciples, and he loved his church today. He loved his men and women of God. He loved his, uh, um, he loved his people. He loved his church. But we have to love him. We have to love him more than anything. If we love Jesus, then our lifestyle should show that we love him. It should show and tell that we love him. If we love Jesus, we ought to serve him and no other God. If we love Jesus, we ought not to have no altars in our houses or in our lives to any other little G God. If we love him, we ought to follow him. Not no other little G God, not to follow no man or no woman, but follow Jesus Christ. We don't have to follow nobody if they're not in the, going in the way of the God. God, whether it be a husband or a spouse, if it be a spouse, they ain't in the way of God. I ain't got to follow that. I follow the Spirit of God. So we have to love him more than anything. We, If we really love him, we ought to be paying our tithes and our offering and stop trying to cheat God because we can't cheat him. If we love God, then if we ought to support the work of his ministry. When we love God more than anything, I'm going to serve God regardless who come at me. I'm going to still love God. I'm going to love him even the more. I got to love Jesus more than I love anything. I got to love him. And I got to love him with all of my heart and all of my soul. What do and who do you love? 
We cannot just say that we love God on a Sunday or on Bible study night. We got to love him all the time. We can't just speak words. Our accent has got to prove that we love Jesus more than anything. We got to love him more than anything. And if we love Jesus, we'll keep his commandments. We'll live by the word of God. If we love Jesus, we will not serve any little G God. Little G God could be your clothes. It could be your house. It can be your spouse. It can be your children. It could be your cars. It could be your shoes. It could be your Coke 45. It could be your moonshine. It could be your overeating and glut. It could be, it could be your drugs that you're taking. It could be your crack. It could be those lustful desires that you love more than Jesus. We can't do that. He must be first. We got to love Jesus more than anything. Because Jesus was getting Peter and them ready to do the work of God. And he wants to know, do you love me enough to serve me? Do you love me enough to follow me? Do you love me enough? to follow me. Do you love me enough? He said, well, follow me. If you love me, follow me. Love me more than these. So what are your these? What are the these or things that you love? Do you love it? Do you love it more than you love God? Are you putting it before God? We don't own nothing in the world, so everything belongs to him. You can't love your children more than God. You got to let them go. You got to give them unto the Lord. You can't love your children, you can't love your spouse, you can't love them houses and call money and jewelry. Now all this worldly stuff, you can't love the world more than you love God. You can't love your parents more than you love God. You got to love him more than anything. You got to love him more than you love those so-called friends, that job, them family members. You got to love Jesus more than you love your own life. You got to love him more than anything. You got to love him. You got to love him with all of your heart. That's why the word of God tells us, you can go back and read in John 14 and 21. He said, he that has my commandments and keep them, he it is that loves me. Now, he said, he that has my commandments and keep them. Now, he just said memorize. He said nothing about memorizing, knowing the whole Bible, and you ain't keeping the commandment. You ain't living by the commandment. He said those that have my commandment and keep them, they love me. He said they are the ones who love me. Now, do you love Jesus? And he says, goes on in that same scripture and said, and he that loves me shall be loved of my father, and I will love him and will manifest to him. We got to love Jesus more than anything in this world. If we say that we love him, we got to keep his commandment because he just said unto us, he it is or she it is that love me. Those are the ones that keep his commandments. Those that live by faith and not by sight. We have to love him. And loving Jesus, we got to love Jesus above all things. We can't have nothing. Before him, we got to love him. 
And this is why Jesus said this to Peter, because he had to love him more than anything, because when you say you love Jesus, when you say I'm going to serve Jesus, everything going to come at you. The devil going to come at you when you say that you love the Lord. So you got to be anchored down in Jesus, and you're going to have to obey him, and people will come. And they're going to come against you when you say you love Jesus. They ain't going to worry about you. If you ain't doing that for Jesus, ain't nobody going to bother you. But if you're truly living for Jesus and you truly love him, get ready. Because they come. And so you've got to love him more than anything. You've got to love him more than what people are going to say. You've got to love him more than what people are going to do. You've you got to love him more than anything. Because, see, even in the words he told Peter, he said, this is how you used to do this when you were young, and I'm paying for it. You used to do this. You got up when you got ready to do what you want to do. He said, but when you get older, somebody's going to come against you, and then what they're going to do, he will tell them how he will glorify God through his death. So people will go come at you, and you have to love Jesus more than anything because we can't turn back and go back into the world. We can't turn back. We can't let people pull us back into the things that are not of God. We got to love Jesus more than, more than anything, knowing that Jesus is with us and Jesus will keep us. We got to love him more than anything in the world. That's why he told him. He said, you, you got to feed my sheep. You got to feed my lamb. He's talking about the people of God. He's talking about the church of God. In other words, and we ought to be doing that today as leaders. We should be feeding the people of God, the church of God, the word of truth. We should be preaching the cross. We should be preaching the blood. We should preach the word of God instead of all this other foolishness. We need to be preaching the truth of God's holy word. Love Jesus more than making, trying to build and make and grow a big old church. God is not coming back for a building. He's coming back for a people. And we are responsible for the soul. He told Peter, he said, feed my lamb. He said, feed my sheep. And he said, follow me. So we got, to, as leaders, we got to follow him. We got to feed the we got to feed the people of God the Word of God and that is by this Bible the B I B L E and we gonna have to stay in this Bible on Highway 66 as Elder would say we cannot deter from this Word of God we have to teach the people and we need to love the people of God. In the body of Christ, we need to love all people, but especially those in the household of faith. How can we say that we love Jesus more than anything and we don't even love the people in the household of faith? I want somebody to help me to understand it. So the Bible said if we say that we love God and we don't love the people of God, then we are a liar. Now look it up and read it for yourself. We got to love Jesus more than anything. We got to stop playing church, and we got to get it right. We got to love Jesus more than anything. We got to love the people of God. We got to care for the people of God. We got to speak the word of truth. We cannot 
preach watered down messages. We got to preach the word of God in season and out of season to feed the sheep of God. Because Jesus was getting the disciples ready for the word because he had to go on back up unto the heaven. So he had to get them ready. He was trying to see, Peter, are you ready? To the other disciples, are you ready? I say unto you, are you ready? Are you playing? Are you ready? Do you really love Jesus? Do you love him more than anything? You got to love him more. And my prayer for all of us is that we will love Jesus more. Because all this stuff, we're living in the last and evil days, and so many things are going on and coming against the believers. I'm talking about the true church now. Now, there are many religious organizations and many stuff going on out there. But the true church, the remnant of Jesus Christ, the follower of Jesus Christ, we got to love Jesus more. We got to love him more than our life. We can't look back. It says it in the world. We can't look back. We want to be worthy. We don't want to just, just do anything and don't love Jesus. We got to love him more than anything. We got to get ready for the work. We got to love him. And we ought not to be church goers. We got so many people that say, well, I love Jesus. We only go to church on Sunday. We don't do anything for Jesus. Our lifetime, our lifestyle don't even show that we love Jesus more than anything. See, if I love him more, I'm not going to do anything before him. If I love him more. If I love him more, I'm going to show respect in the house of God and how I dress and how I live my life. If I love Jesus more, if I'm a leader, how can I lead if I don't love Jesus, if I don't have his spirit, if I don't have the anointing? How can I do it? Help me to understand. We got to get it right, y'all. We got to love Jesus more than anything. And that's why he tells us in John 14 and 15, Jesus said, uh, the word, if you love me, keep my commandments. He said, keep the commandments. If we keep his commandments and we live by them and we do right by those in the household of faith, Love them in the household of faith. Love them. If we say we love Jesus more than anything, then we got to love those in the household of faith. We got to love them. We got to be there for them. Because Jesus was there for the disciples. He was always there for them. No matter what they were going through when he was upon the earth, he was there for them. And we have to be the same way. We have to show that same love that Jesus showed to the disciples, that same love he showed when he died upon the cross for all of us that we all might have eternal life through his death and his resurrection. We got to love Jesus more. We got to love Jesus more than more than anything. We got to love him more to say no to sin. We got to love Jesus more 
Then that man is trying to lead you down this sin. <laughs> you don't mean you no good. We got to love Jesus more when that woman try to break up your home. You got a wife. Go home to your wife. Love Jesus more. Respect your house. Respect your ministry. Respect the spirit of the living God. Love Jesus more than sin. Love Jesus more. We got to love him even the more. And we got to stop saying we got to get it right. We got to love him even the more. If we say we love Jesus, why are we living in sin in the church house? Why are we playing in the church house? Why are we living in sin? Why are we leading the people astray? Jesus told Peter to lead and feed the sheep. That means serve the people. That means care for the people. That means preach the word to the people, the word of God. How can they love Jesus more when you don't even love him? We got to love Jesus more, y'all. And I know that it's not an easy journey when you say you love Jesus more. It's not an easy journey when you when you in the body of Christ and when you in the real church. It ain't no easy walk. It is certainly a walk of faith, and we have to trust God. He loved us first. The Bible tells us Jesus loved us first. God so loved the world that He sent His Son. He loved us more that He laid down His life that we might have eternal life. He loved us more that he allowed them, and I said aloud, them to beat him, to nail him to the cross, put a crown of thorns on his head, to nail his feet to the cross, pierce him in the side. And they spit on him. They pulled his beard. He allowed all of this stuff because he loved us. He loved us more. Then his own life, he laid his life down that we might have eternal life. He became the sacrifice for our sin. Loved us more that he came down from heaven 42 generations just to die on the cross that we might have eternal life. Now, we got to love him more, too. We got to love him with every ounce of our breath that's within our body. We got to love him more. We got to love him more than our money and our bank. We got to love him more than we love these things of the world. We got to love him more than these big old churches. We got to love him more than trying to make a name for ourselves. We got to love him more. We got to love him more. And even when people go come at you, and they will come at you, you got to still love Jesus more. You can't be ashamed of him. He said you be ashamed of me. I'm be ashamed of you. You can't be ashamed of him. You got to love him at all times. Not sometimes. Not just on a Sunday. We got to love him all the time. You got to serve him. And yes, they're going to persecute you. Yeah, he told Peter how he would, you know, glorify him through his death and how they would do him. People will persecute you now. They will do many things, but you still got to love Jesus the more. That lets you know that you're doing something right with Jesus. When people, when people come at you like that, you got to know that you're doing the work of the Lord and his glorifying God. 
You can't be ashamed and lift up the name of Jesus. That's why he told him, Peter and I, Peter and I, are you, are you, I'm going to say it that way, are you ready? Are you ready? Because, you know, he and Peter uh, had already been forgiven and, and repented of, of, of denying Jesus and all these different things. We got to repent. We got to get our life right with God while the blood is just running warm in our veins. We got to get it right so we can do the work of the Lord. That we can lead God's people because of the time that is coming. We're in the last days. And we're going to have to lead the people of God because of all the things that are coming. The Bible is fulfilling itself before our very face. People say, well, what's going on in the world? The Bible is fulfilling itself. And all these things must happen, the Bible says, before he comes. So we got to get ready, and we got to love Jesus more than anything. We got to love him more. We got to love him more than the things of the world. We got to love him more than we love our lives. We got to love him more than we love our spouse and our children, our money in the bank, and all these material things, all this wealth and possession. We got to love him more. He must be our first. And he must be our last. He's got to be everything to us. He's got to be everything to us. we got to love him more. And we got to love him with all of our heart. we got to love him more than anything. we got to love him more than anything. you got to really love him. You can't play. you got to play with him. you got to love him. The Bible says unto us that we have to love the Lord, your God, with all your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your mind, with all of your strength. For this is the first commandment, and it's the greatest of the commandments. And Jesus said that to them. Do you love the Lord, Jesus, King of kings, Lord of lords? Do you love him with all of your heart? Do you love him with all your soul? Do you belong to him? Do you love him with all of your mind, your spirit? Because that is the first commandment. And Jesus said, them that love me and have my commandments and those that keep my commandments, those are the ones that love me. So do you really love it? What you loving? There's no greater love than the love of God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Jesus died upon the cross, shed in his blood, carried the cross to carry, died upon the cross, rose on the third day, all because he loved us more. Do you love Jesus more than anything? Do you love Jesus more than that lustful spirit that you got? Do you love him more than you love religion? Do you love him more? Because he said to Peter, he said, he said, he said, uh, 
Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, love, lovest thou me more than thee? thee? So do you love him? Do you love Jesus more than these things of the world? Whatever your things are that you're loving on, that you can't let go of, those things that, that's keeping you from doing the work of God, those things that make you put the things of God on a on the back burner, you do that last. Those things that keep you from paying your tithes and your offerings, things that lead you down into sin. Do you love those things? These things more than you love God? Do you love him? Do you really love him? Do you love Jesus more? Do you love him more? Do you love him more than anything? Do you really love him? Every day we ought to love Jesus. Every day when I love him, I'm going to spend time with him. I'm going to talk with him, walk with him. I'm going to talk with him. I'm going to read his word because I love him. I'm going to sing to him. I said, love it. You know how some of y'all do. Y'all want to sing to your man. You want to sing to your woman. Do, can we do so many things for Jesus? Can we love Jesus? Can we love Jesus more than we love sing? Can we love Jesus? The followers of Jesus are Christ. God loves you. He loves me. And we got to take care of each other in the body of Christ. We're so busy trying to take care of the folks on the outside that don't even care nothing about those in the body of Christ. They're the ones that come against the church of God. Do we love Jesus more than anything? Do we love him? Is he the Lord of our life? Is he the Lord of your life? Do you love him? I do. I love a man named Jesus. And we can't stop loving Jesus because some of us love Jesus only when things are going good. But we have to love Jesus in the good time and in the bad time. No matter what season that we're in, we need to still love Jesus the more. But when we go through a little trial, tribulation, and stuff come up and different things, and it don't work the way we want it to work, then we don't love him. We get mad with it. Some of us have turned and backlitten back into the world. But we need to come back. All those who are backslidden, we need to come back to Jesus. We need to come back. While the blood is yet running warm in our veins, we need to get right with God. And we got to love Jesus more than anything. And I want to encourage you as a leader and to the leaders, let's feed the people the word of God. Pray for the people. Care for the people. Serve for the people. Jesus said in the word, he didn't didn't come to be served. So why do we think that we got to be served? He said he came to serve, not to be served. We got to love the people. Enough to serve them. If we love Jesus the way we say we love Jesus, 
And we love Jesus. Oh, I love Jesus. Oh, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I'm going to do everything. I said, Jesus, I love you. Oh, I'm going to do this, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, I'm going to do this. And then you break the vow. You didn't even keep the vow. You ain't even doing it. You're halfway doing it. You're doing it when you get ready. We done broke the vow. We said, Lord Jesus, if you give me this, if you give me that, you give me this man, you give me this woman, you give me this house, you give me this, you give me a child, you give me this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that for you, Jesus. I'm going to give you a shout out, Jesus. But we forget about it. We break the vow and the promises that we have made to Jesus that we're going to do. And we don't do it. We don't do the work of the ministry. We have way do it. We do it when we feel sick. We pay our time when we get ready. That uh, Don't throw Jesus anything. He ain't the one. We need to quit it. We need to stop it. We need to get it right. If we love Jesus more, then we're going to be obedient not only to our leaders, but to the work of his ministry. We're going to be obedient in our tithes and our offering, how we live our life and how we do things. We're going to follow the way of God. Those who God has chosen to be in the leadership in the body of Christ, we have to do what leaders are supposed to do in the church. We are supposed to support the ministry and the people. We got to feed the people. That's why he said it. The reason why he said it. We got to get it right. We got to get back to the things of God. And don't get so caught up in the world and the ways of the world and the things of the world, being in the big churches. Jesus is not coming back for a big church, y'all. He didn't tell Peter to build a big church, did I? I don't see where he told him to build a big church. He said, feed my sheep. I don't see where it is in the Word nowhere. Where it said Jesus had a big church. Is it in the Word? Somebody, can somebody tell me? I need somebody to help me with it because I don't see it in the Word. Is it anywhere in the Word that women can't preach the Word? Can somebody tell me? He said, to Peter, feed my sheep. Feed my people. We got to get it right because we're responsible for the souls. And we got to get it right. And we got to love Jesus more than anything in this world. And my question to you is, do you really love him with all of your heart, mind, soul, and spirit? Do you love him more than anything? Do you love Jesus for real? Do you love him? I know the word coming out your mouth, but do you really love him? Do you love him? Love Jesus more than anything. Now is the time to love him more and more. Draw closer to him, not away from him, but draw closer to him. Love him more and love him more than anything. In Jesus' name, amen. To God be the glory. We just thank God for the word. Love Jesus more, amen. I tell y'all my testimony when I first came in ministry and and I'm getting to know Jesus, and I'm falling in love with Jesus. Y'all know y'all done heard that song, Falling in Love with Jesus. Y'all done heard that song, Falling in Love with Jesus. Y'all heard that song, Falling in Love with Him. was the best thing that I ever done. And I love Jesus more than anything. And I, I, I can't let nobody or nothing get in my way when it comes to the things of Jesus. 
and doing the work of God. And you have to be that way because many things will come to stop you from doing the work. But loving him more than anything is what we got to be anchored down in it, to to know that no matter what comes, we we got to love him more than that thing. And let nothing get in your way. Because I tell you, when I when I came in ministry, I I had I, that was something that I had to learn to do. I had to learn to love Jesus more, and I had to let a lot of people and things go. Everything was not turning me back. You know, people you know speaking and acting ugly and stuff, and they're like, Mm-mm, I can't let nothing turn me back. It took me too took me too long to get right here where I am with Jesus today. The fool with foolishness. I am not the one. I have my mind made up to serve the living God, amen, to God be the glory. And I do hope and pray that you feel the same way, that you love Jesus more than you love anything, amen, to God be the glory. I'm going to go ahead and do the invitation. We want to invite you to come and allow Jesus to come into your life to be your Lord and your Savior. And if you are not saved, if you're backslidden, you are a church going, your name just on the road. If you would just say this prayer with me, Father, I am a sinner in need of a Savior. Come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. I believe that you live and died and rose again just for me. I believe that your blood was shed for just for me. I believe that you live, you died, and you rose again just for me. Come into my life, come into my heart, and be my Lord and Savior. I repent of my sin with a godly sorrow, which simply means I'm turning my life around. I'm just turning my life around. I'm not going to live a life of sin anymore. And repent with a godly sorrow. I receive you and I accept you. I confess until you this day in your mighty name. Jesus, amen. And if you said that prayer and you do honestly repent, we do believe that you're saved. We want to welcome you to the body of Christ. If you have given your life to Christ today, if you have rededicated your life, all those have backslidden and came back, we want to welcome you to the body of Christ. Those who are church goers, whose name was just on the road, one truly say, we want to welcome you to the body of Christ. Uh, to the body of Christ, amen, we want to welcome you. We want to encourage you to inbox me or any of the ministries on the Without Walls Worldwide Ministry, Pathetic Corner Ministry, Voice of Truth, One Word from the Lord, Faith Come By Hearing Ministries. You can inbox any of us, and we will tell you how to get in uh, contact with Pastor and Pastor so that we can get you discipleship. We want to encourage you to begin reading the Word of God. We want to encourage you to start in the New Testament. Amen. I would suggest the New Living Translation if you want an um, additional Bible to kind of help you understand um, King James. Uh, But we want to encourage you to start developing your relationship with Christ. We do encourage you to follow these ministries that I just mentioned the name. We are Ministries Without Walls. I'm going to go ahead and do the VOT announcement. But we want to encourage you to become partners with each one of these ministries. We want to encourage you to follow these ministries. We are ministries without walls, and we do the same work that they do in the 
should be doing in the church building. Jesus did not have a building. You could find a church. I heard somebody say, well, I got to find me a church. Well, you can go to any building, but that don't mean Jesus in the house. We're going to preach a message on that. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you what's in the house. That's why some of us can't get delivered because Jesus ain't in the house. We got to get it right. To know that the avenues now with ministry is just worldwide everywhere. You don't have to be in a building to serve God. You, you, his, Jesus never had a church building. It's not in the Word, nowhere. Someone encouraged you to follow Pathetic Corner Monster, Prophet Martha Williams, one word from the Lord, Pastor Joseph, and Apostle Prophet Yvonne Rye, one word from the Lord, Elder Van the Verse, ask you, faith come by hearing. We want to encourage you to follow these ministries. On Sunday, we have the Hour of Power. The first half is Prophet Martha Williams, Pathetic Corner from 5 to 6. What's the truth is the second half of the Hour of Power from 6.30 to 7.30. Then on Tuesday night, we have one word from the Lord with my leaders, Pastor Joseph and Apostle Prophet Yvonne Ryle. They're on the air at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Then on Wednesday, we have Faith Come by Hearing Ministry with L.D. Evangelist Bertha Askew. She's on the air live at 7.30 p.m. So we want you to get connected to these ministries. We want to encourage you to follow us here on Block Talk Radio and follow us on our various social media platforms. You should be able to Google any one of these ministries, and you should be able to find them. We also want to encourage you, if you need a coach, a mentor, if you need uh, marriage counseling, if you need to be ordained and licensed, uh, we want to encourage you to contact Apostle and Pastor there on Facebook. She is uh, Prophetess Yvonne Ryle on Facebook, and Yvonne Ryle, Pastor Pastor Joseph Ryle on Facebook. So you can inbox them there. You can message them there. Amen. You can also message Pathetic Corner Ministry there. If you need to talk to a prophet, you can just inbox Prophetess Lauren from there on Facebook through Messenger. Same thing with Apostle uh, Prophet Yvonne. You can message her there on Facebook and just leave a contact number and then we'll get back with But I want to encourage you, if you're doing ministry, you don't have leadership, and every one of us need a leader. Jesus is the head of the church today, not man, but Jesus is the head of the church today, and he is leading the church today. And so we need a leader. We should not be doing ministry all by ourselves. We need a leader. So I want to encourage you to contact Apostle and Pastor there on Facebook. I also want to encourage you to come, become a partner with these ministries, Pathetic Corner, Voice of Truth, One Word from the Lord, Without Walls Worldwide Ministry and Faith Calm by Hearing Ministry. If you would like to be partners with us for an offering of $25 or more, you can just contact us, any one of us, and we will tell you how to do that. As when you become a partner, there are many benefits that you will receive. We will pray for you. We'll pray for your family. 
Uh, you'll get a call from the prophet. Um, it's just so many benefits you'll get. You'll get things during the week to encourage you during the week. Amen. So we want to encourage you to do that. We want to encourage you because there are other ministers, Deaconess, uh, Kanisha, Bart, uh, Minister Michelle Wilson, Minister Stephanie Lopez. These are all ministers, and they do different other things in the ministry. So we want to encourage you to get connected because they send out different stuff to encourage you in during the week that will keep you going and keep you encouraged. So we want to encourage you to do that for an offering of $25 or more. If you want to give a one-time offering, you can do that. You can contact possible pastor. You can contact any one of these ministries. Uh, Voice of Truth may not be the ministry for you. Might like pathetic corner. A lot of people like prophets. That's okay. We're all on the same team. Uh, if you want to talk to the prophet, come with a prophet. Come with a reward. Come with a tag. Come with an offering. Don't come into him and to the prophet. Amen. So we want to encourage you to do that. You can contact any of them and you can follow any one of them. I may not can't reach you. You know that's why God got different ministries all over the world. So we want to encourage you to get to connected with whatever one of the ministers you want to get connected to. But we want to encourage you to sow your, if you're getting in feed here and you consider this your ministry, you need to sow your tithe in this ministry. Or if you're already in a church and you listen to this ministry and, and you get delivered and all these different other things, we want to encourage you to sow an offering. Amen. To God be the glory. Yes, we are radio ministry. We do podcasts. Amen. But it still calls us to do the work of ministry. We want to encourage you to do that. Amen. Thank God. Even now for all of you being obedient unto that. Amen. If you have not purchased my ebook in the heart reflection, you can do that there on Amazon.com. We want to thank you in advance for doing that. We want to encourage you again to become partners with this ministry. Amen. You want to become partners now, come now, come now, come now. Uh, tell neighbor, tell your friend to come and become a part of the W.O.W. family. So we want to encourage you to do that and do that today. We're going to get ready to get out of here. Amen. To God be the glory. Know that Jesus loves you and loves Jesus more than anything. Now for our benediction, now to him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you falling before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, I say you be glory majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forevermore. Amen. Meet us here next week at the same place at the same time here on Block Talk Radio with your host, Minister Elaine Jackson. Love Jesus more. And know that he loves you and we love you too here at Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry. Be blessed and be safe. Love you.